Konnichiwa, hey everybody, and welcome to another amazing edition of Gem Girls, the cartoon hate watch podcast taking you on a psychedelic romp through the amazingly awful world of subpar 80s animation. I am Orifice Jones. And I am Hakuna Matidis, and today we are plunging right up to the elbow in perhaps the fishiest of all gemisodes, season two, episode five, The Band's Breakup. Originally airing on September 28th, 1987, which is actually only a few days after the previous episode aired because a week in coke-fueled 80s time is like four days. Right, that's that's the math, um, right? Yeah, that's, that's the math. And this was yet another episode written by our boy, our boy, 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 boy. Marv Wolfman, a.k.a. the Party Wolfman, a.k.a. the Party God. Yeah, he is known by none of those names except possibly by us, Um, but this was also written by, yeah, we got a two-namer in this authorial marquee here, people. Uh, The other author was Sherry Wilkerson, who, according to our good friends over at Wikipedia, shout out to our friends at Wikipedia that we totally know. (laughs) We have friends in high places. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Yeah, our Wikipedia hoes say she is an American writer best known for her work on animated shows like Batman the Animated Series, but bitch, we checked the receipts, and Sherry, you only wrote one episode, so, like, come on. (laughs) Uh, She's known for nothing. Yeah, she's known for also DuckTales, again, only one ep, but also Dino Saucers, which she wrote three episodes of, so we're going to say that she's probably best known for her seminal work on Dino Saucers. That's how I choose to remember her. Yeah, Sherry, what's her name? Yeah, on her tombstone, it says <laughs> Sherry died of saucers Wilkerson. Exactly, exactly. And we've seen <laughs> her tombstone, you know. You know we're, we research like that. And um, shout out to episode six of this podcast where we actually discussed the amazing awfulness of Dino Saucers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And let's also take a second to appreciate the three eps our girl Sherry wrote. Sarah had a little Lambosaurus, <laughs> Age of Aquariums, and Cinder Saucerus. So, bitch likes a pun. I think, it's, like I think that last I one know. was just Cinder Saurus, dude. What did I say? You said Cinder Saucerus. <laughs> Cinder Saucerus? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that definitely just says Cyndersaurus. So, uh. Cyndersaurus, sorry. Yeah, that I don't one, know. Sorry, Sherry. That more. one's on her. That one's on her. Is that a pun, though, Cindersaurus? No, it's just, you know, it's cinder plus a a dino suffix. I wonder if she came up with that herself. I mean, Sherry? I like Age of Aquariums. That's a pretty good one. And Sarah had a little Lambosaurus. Who the fuck is Sarah? Where's Mary, first of all? (laughs) Sarah's probably that, like, mad gymnastics bitch who was a Russian operative. (laughs) Yeah, of course, Sarah. Right, right. Um, the child slave. <laughs> uh, but yeah, enough ragging on Sherry because 
While we can't know for sure, but we can certainly speculate and create our own timeline, we are going to say that she brought at least half of all the lesbian energy to this episode, and that cup overfloweth. Yeah, more like that diva cup overfloweth with lady juice, am I right? Uh, no, 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 no. I am <laughs> certainly not right. Work. That's really, really gross. I'm sorry. But do you think lesbians just like like lesbian sex? Into yeah, the same cup, and then they and drink then, it like, as part of a dark ritual. Isn't that what lesbians do? That's what lesbian sex is. <laughs> and then they like they cut themselves with scissors, and like they bleed the blood Ooh. out. That isn't that what scissoring, the ritual bloodletting. <laughs> You know what? I never thought about that, but uh, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, checks out. Um, but lesbian dark sexual rituals aside, let's dive into this episode so our uncouth homoerotic metaphors make a bit more sense. Yeah, we'll dive deeper into this episode, deeper than uh, Kimber dove into Stormer's pussy. Oh yeah, and she got deep, so we're going to get deeper. <laughs> um. So yeah, basically we open up to band practice where they are discussing a new song, they being the holograms. Right. And it seems like they actually have some musical know-how because everyone's busting out musical terminology we never hear them say ever, uh, which I liked. <laughs> uh, Jerrica wants it fast, but queer hero Kimber wants a ballad. Um, and then sellout Shayna is like, yeah, but a faster beat will sell better. And that was maybe like the most shut up Shayna moment I've ever had personally. Wow. And there have been so many. There's been a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. And basically Rhea, I was not here for Rhea actually. Cause she's like, if Jerrica wants a faster beat, we'll, I'll vote that way. Yeah. It's like, like Kim, whatever your name is, Rhea, like you can't. You know, have your own opinion and vote according to that. You yeah, fucking yeah. suck up. Like Beta Cuck Rhea, uh, also <laughs> her name. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I wasn't here for that either. Um, and Kimber, who, as we've established on this podcast and the show is also established, is like the talent of the group, feels super underappreciated. Because I think also. Uh, Aja says at some point, like, oh, we're older, so you have to listen to her, listen to us. And it's like, okay, like, yeah, you might be older, but again, she's the one with all the talent. So maybe take her musical critiques into account here. Yeah, and basically they're they're like, Kimber, you're outvoted. Um, Jerrica rubs that into her face uh, pretty hardcore. Mm -hmm. And then they start jamming to this faster song or this up-tempo joint, um, which we've heard before. I can't yeah. remember what. We've heard, this, we've heard the melody before, and I really enjoyed it because they're clearly not playing that song, whatever instruments they're playing. <laughs> like, their arms are moving, but there's like an xylophone in the background, and like, no one's playing a xylophone in this room. Yeah, you know, Rhea's arms are flailing on the drums but there's no beat yeah there's yeah. no discernible beat in any of their songs really they could really get away with no drummer but um basically like like you said Aja at one point says to Kimber while we're older you should listen to us and Kimber you know kicks over her synthesizer yeah no she like she storms off uh and I think rightfully so because mm -hmm. Kimber child slave is doing a lot of this work for free does most of the actual work for these hoes 
And I would also be pretty pissed off if um, no one was taking me seriously and, like, called me a kid, essentially. So Kimber storms off, and Jerrica is, like, about to go, like, run after her, after her and classic cold-as-fuck Aja is like, no, 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 don't console your sister. Leave her alone and let her stew on it for a bit. That's what you need to do. Uh, and Jerrica, having no sisterly instinct, is like, oh, yeah, you're right, Aja. I should let her just be angry for a long period of time. Yeah, they keep doing things like that. They did that to Shayna when... Uh, she wanted to branch out and do fashion design shit. They're just like, oh yeah, Shayna, go for it. Go. <laughs> like, let us make you feel like we do not care about you at all. Yeah, yeah. I think at this point they should realize all of their uh, like emotional instincts are, are completely wrong. Uh, so in terms <laughs> of, like... Yeah, with, with their relationships, they should just do the opposite of whatever they think is right because they fuck it up every time. Yeah, they know nothing about interpersonal relationships or really anything. Um, But that's a topic for another time. Exactly. Uh, So we cut to the Misfits, who are also in band practice, and they're playing a song that Stormer wrote, which they all trash. Yeah, it's like it's kind of like the same scene, but like four more savage because they're just like, this is bullshit. This is garbage. (laughs) Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say, Roxy says that it sounds like dinosaurs snoring, which, you know, brought me back to dinosaurs. That's probably... Yeah, that's uh, our girl Sherry. Sherry. Sherry, <laughs> Sherry, she can't not throw a dinosaurs reference in. It's in her blood. It's in her dino blood. She's a lizard lady. What do you want? Lizard lady. Sherry, and Wilkerson <laughs> at it again. Exactly. Sherry Dinosaurs Lizard Lady Wilkinson. Wilkerson? <laughs> Wilker? Uh, it doesn't matter. Does, it doesn't matter, you're right. Uh, I also <laughs> want to point out, I thought Stormer looked really good. She was wearing a tan coat with a purple ascot. It was very, like, rogue X-Men, uh, you know, adjacent. I enjoyed it. Um, there was a lot of tan this episode. This episode. Even the holograms were wearing tan. Kimber was wearing a brown jacket. She actually kind of looked like an ugly 80s sofa, but... Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. That's a read. Um, <laughs> I didn't say it was good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Also, I also want to point out, because Pizzazz is wearing, like, a very diamond-centric, like, dress-pants combo. Like, the yeah. her, her half-dress is all diamondy that turns into pants. I thought it was also a hot look. Yeah, she looked good as well. Um, but, yeah, the scene is just so brutal, Stormer reminds them that Eric said they had to have a record cut by the end of the week and they have to get working on it and we have to be serious. And then Pizzazz and the rest of them start goofing off. Like, you want us to be serious? Let me just be the worst. Yeah, yeah, they pull the whole, like, me, 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 ma, 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 and then start, like, fake opera singing <laughs> to rub it in Stormer's faces that face that they don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Which is just so unnecessary. Soup's, Soup's a mess. Thank you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Stormer storms off. You know, living up to her namesake, and just like yells like "I hate you all," and then runs off, which I thought was pretty overdramatic. I loved it. Well, they laughed her out of the room. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough all around. Uh, 
Then we go to Name your some poison. random ass club. Peach thick and shake. I think they'll maybe the first oh, to the Limp Lizard's playing. Because they yeah. are playing their number one track, which goes something to the effect of, my life is a garbage heap. My life is a garbage heap or something like that. I know they just say their life is a garbage heap a bunch while looking mad gaunt and strung out. And I loved it. Yeah, it's a part of, it's a lyric from their hit, uh, Broken Glass, um, which I guess is about them living in a dumpster or something. Right, uh, right, which also checks out. Doing, <laughs> yeah, doing meth. Uh, exactly, doing meth next to a dumpster. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the whole Limp Lizard vibe that we know and love. Um, I'm here for the LLs, you know? Yeah, for sure. I love them. The Limp Lizzies. <laughs> um, so limp, so lizard. <laughs> so limp. <laughs> they are limp. I know because they have no energy because they've been doing meth. But like, no, yeah, no, no, they I have mean, like, like they have like fake energy. They have no like actual like body fat or anything to draw on actual energy. They're just sustained by meth. Yeah, yeah. There's no vitality there. They're yeah, like yeah, yeah. Coke fueled, meth fueled zombies. Yeah, I feel like they started with coke and then like you know devolved because you know it, it's a habit. Yeah, for sure. So I love this scene for so many reasons. One of which is Kimber like ordering a peach thick shake. Peach thick? No, no, no. Thick. Peach thick shake, extra thick. And she's smelling that <laughs> with four C's, I, I want to point out here. She's like, make it thick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Be sure to make it thick. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, so peaches, everyone knows peaches are just, uh, you know, shorthand for ass. So I'm like, okay, Kimber, are you ordering a shake feel with cream pie, cream pie jizz? And then I was like, oh, I guess yes. Kimber's a top, which is kind of hot. Um, yeah, totally a top vibe. Soup's top vibe. Yeah, just a peach thick shake. I, uh, ooh, wow. Now that you say it, I'm getting a little hot and bothered. <laughs> Give me that thick peach. Yeah, we want a couple of those thick peaches. Um. Make them fuzzy. <laughs> Oh, it's so juicy. <laughs> Take a bite out of that peach. Extra thick. <laughs> yeah, um, that killed me. Um, and Stormer comes rolling through. Um, and she, like, orders a vanilla cola. Make it double. Right. I don't know what, don't that, know what that means. Like, a double <laughs> vanilla. A hot fudge sundae with three scoops and a banana. Like, what a fat bitch. I, I know, but I also, like, I was pretty here for it. Because I imagine she's, like, pretty stoned right here or something like that. Um, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. She knew exactly what she wanted. Yeah, she's like, yo, uh, give which... me fucking double vanilla cola. You figure it out, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> I'll know it when I see it. And there best be a banana in my sundae. Yeah, I just love how, like, this was a bar and they're like, what's your poison, girl? <laughs> and they, like, order fucking milkshakes, like... I thought she was going to order like a martini or I don't know what the gayest cocktail is, but surely that. Yeah. Maybe the whole vanilla cola is a more of just like a, like a, it's, it's a, it's a bar drink at that establishment. And when she said make it double, you know, it's maybe it's, it's Coke and rum, but like vanilla rum 
kind of thing. True. Maybe also they're speaking in code, you know, to signal that they're lesbians. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just assumed um, through all of this episode. <laughs> the peach thick shake thing was also just like way too much. Because there's no such thing as a peach shake, dude. There just isn't. And what is a thick shake? Yeah, like, yeah. Never exactly, it. exactly. It's not a milkshake. It's a thick shake. Oh, my God. And you know it's too thick easy, when it easy. shakes. And it's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> Let me see that thick peach shake. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, fog. yeah. Like, what are you saying, I, dude? dude? if someone said that to me, I'd be like, oh, okay, sir. <laughs> and then I do my... Yeah, then I do my best twerk or something, and then 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 that'd be it. I, again, yeah, if someone messaged me that on Grinder, I would be a little bit like shook up. I'd be so taken aback. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, but also like okay. mad, like okay, like this dude's like a he's a freak, but like I guess a kind of a fun freak. So I would I would message back. I, I really would. Is it a freak? Is it a is would he really be a freak to want to see you shake that thick? peach i feel like that's a pretty like mainstream thing nowadays if he said i want you to shake that peach that would be one thing but if he said i want a peach <laughs> thick shake extra thick then i'd be like oh okay you're on your own lingo motherfucker and i'm here to learn okay yeah let's uh some like dom daddy vibes for sure exactly 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 um and uh so yeah the the, the girls stormers munching on her banana Kimber's getting into that thick peach shake, and um, <laughs> they notice that they're there each other, like they're they're basically there, and they start they start throwing some shade at each other. Sparks are flying and such. Um, Stormer has a pretty good read of Kimber of like, oh, like your sister let you out of the house kind of thing. I, I like yeah, it. that was pretty good. It was good. Uh, but then as the limp lizards are finishing up their set, this I want to say wizard maestro. <laughs> <laughs> Is on I have stage. my own comments about her. Yeah, dude, because she looked like a magical maestro, like someone who could lead a uh, like a, a marching band, but also, I guess, conjure ethereal spirits, kind of thing. That was that was the vibe I was uh, getting. I was getting like seventeen hundreds French Revolution type ruffled, like Liberace on the top. And, like, Captain America on the bottom. Okay, yeah, the color uh, scheme, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, why was she wearing spandex? It looked like dude, she was, like, a Power Ranger she, on yeah, the bottom. Yeah, but. she did. She looked like she was going to fight some form of crime or evil forces. <laughs> um, but, yeah, apparently she... Caught, well, no, not apparently. She does. She catches uh, Kimber and Stormer puts a spotlight on them and is like, hey, we got two celebrities in the house. Let's get them to perform a song together. Um, and Kimber and Storm, Storm are like, we're rivals. I don't want to do this. Like, blah, blah. Um, but um, they make an exception. They decide to perform together. Not before Stormer's like, this is the one time we're doing this. Right, right. Because like Magical Maestro Lady is getting the crowd really worked up. They're like, wow, like, they really love us. And of course, they've just been kicked, well, not been kicked out. They've both been rebuffed by their own bandmates. So they're they're needy right now. But I think Kimber tells Stormer to go play in traffic. She does, she does, does she does. Did someone say that? Someone, <laughs> say, yeah. Someone effectively says like, go die, please, to the other person. I forget who. <laughs> 
Which I, I liked it. I liked their little exchanges. They had some good barbs with each other. That was a good one. Uh, but then they go to the stage, and everyone's hooping and hollering. And they're about to kick it, and like, either Stormer or Kimber was like, all right, slow ballad in G. I think Stormer says that, and then Kimber's like, oh, perfect. I got, like, mad lyrics for this. Uh, and then we um, kick into the Kimber and Stormer title track, I'm Okay, which, like, dude, as a big fan of heart, this whole song slash this whole episode had, like, so much heart, Wilson sisters energy. It was unreal. Sometimes I feel so alone and present. Like the song though? I thought the song was okay. Actually, I know I did. Of Gem and the Hologram songs, I liked it. Um, I didn't necessarily like the video as much, but I liked the song. No. Yeah, the video was very much um, them being, you know, taken advantage of or looked down upon by their respective band members. Right. Bandmates. Um, I will say Kimber's voice is very soulful in a way that I was not expecting such a young lass. Oh, dude. Such a young white lass. Um, well, one, say. that bitch is uh, wise beyond her years. Uh, <laughs> two, I didn't have a second one. Um, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also really enjoy how the limp lizards are also still on stage and they're like giving their like gaunt backup energy. I like that. Mm hmm. Yeah, they're holding it down. Yeah, they're holding it barely. Shakily. Barely. <laughs> Hold it on by their fingernails. Uh, <laughs> and I just really felt that the meaning of the song was like, yo, like, yeah, we had these shitty ass bandmates, but like me and you, girl, we're eating a bunch of fucking pussy and we're scissoring everywhere, so we're going to be totally okay. I actually have um, an extension of that theory or of that analysis. So my idea was, back to band practice where the girls wanted to release a love song and Kimber was like, no, 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 I don't want to release a love song. Like, I think we should do a ballad. Which also, um, aren't ballads generally love songs? They are. Yeah. Okay. Um, but this one is kind of a self-love song. So True. in that sense, they are uh, rejecting the patriarchy and being like, no, 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 I don't want to sing about loving men anymore because what I want and loving myself and being a strong independent woman is so much more meaningful and important. Cue Kimber and Stormer getting super close. Super like, close. About, like they're about to <laughs> like at any <laughs> moment, motherfucker, they're going to lock lips or legs. Yes. Um, we also get like a really intense upskirt shot of Stormer. I don't know if you caught I, that. I but, did, like... but go on. There was just so much leg, and, like, the camera was, like, right up there. Um, that's amazing. Um, but also, I'm very, very here for your self-love analysis because, yeah, you, I, I think that checks out because you're right. The the holograms, at least, wanted a traditional love song. Kimber didn't want that shit. Don't put me in your heterosexual box. And she's much mm -hmm. more like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm here to do this. I'm all good. I don't need no man, but maybe a good woman. <laughs> um, yeah, it was beautiful. 
and spicy and they really made magic happen on stage and they want to perform again together yeah because Um, uh, magical maestro lady is like yo you guys sound perfect (laughs) um you're hitting all of them high notes uh if you catch my drift kind of thing and she's like, oh, you guys have to come back and play together because I own this club. Which, well, shout out to Magical Maestro. You know, boss bitch, owns her own club. And Kimber is a little bit, like, awestruck. But she's like, oh, like, sure. Like, you bet. Which I was like, okay, bitch. You're, like, floored by that good pussy. It happens. I get it. <laughs> I feel like the Magical Maestro lady is kind of, like, their pimp. Or... I don't know, maybe she'll get in on the action at some point. I think she's much more just that older queer who's like, okay, there's something going on up in her. Like, let me (laughs) facilitate, let me massage the edges because these two aren't quite where they're going to be yet. Uh, That's, that. I I, yeah, I gave her like an older gay mentor vibe. Mm. Cute. Yeah, and like the gay mentor relationship goes back all the way to ancient Grecian times. When old <laughs> Greek men took advantage of young Greek men. <laughs> Those were the days. They used to call it a cupbearer, which I think is like kind of hot. I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's actually. I mean, that just sounds like a slave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but if you look up the legend of Zeus and Ganymed, Ganymed was like this young hot piece dude that like Zeus wanted to fuck real hard, which he did. Uh, and then he basically made Ganymed his cupbearer. So that way he can fuck him on the regular. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's why I also, I'm the biggest fan of, like, Greek myth because, like, everybody was fucking everybody. Mm. Yeah, I should read that more. You know, modern day erotica just doesn't do it. No, 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 exactly. I want it, like, carved onto a bust from, like, 3,000 years ago. That's the (laughs) only way I can come these days. Do you think there's ever been a statue... Um, from ancient Greece of, like, two people fucking. Oh, of course there has. Hmm. I'm sure if you Google, like, Priapus, you can, you, well, you can at least find, like, a very large phallus. I'm not necessarily certain of two people fucking, but it's been put onto urns, if not necessarily carved out of marble. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because, like, I don't know, carving two people just to make them fucking out of marble seems like a lot of resources. And I'm like, who would, you know, have that made? Yeah, but also, I mean, carving anything out of marble is a lot of resources. And at that point, you might as well have a hot sex scene out of it. That's true. Like, imagine having this giant room of, like, marble statues fucking each other. I can imagine that. Yeah, go on. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be like a perma orgy. Um, and then you have a real orgy, and then people are like fucking amongst the statues. Yes, and it's like, what is real? Who's animate? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> exactly. That's hot. That's and hot. then a witch comes and turns everyone into stone or something. They drink the punch and they turn into stone and then they become more statues. Or reverse, a witch comes, animates all the stone, so all the statues get in on the fucking like for realsies. Oh wow. Would they still be made out of marble? Yes, they would. would. Yes, they would. They'd be totally (laughs) marble, baby. Oh my god. Sorry, that's just like that's my witch vibes out of it. Uh 
Whoa, that's such a vivid scene. I think it should be a thing. We should tell someone. <laughs> yeah, we really should. I mean, I mean, we're telling people now, but I also want to tell museum curators of like, hey, like you can make this happen, right? <laughs> people will love it. People would love um, it. They really would. They'd be the talk of the town. <laughs> talk of the pound town. <laughs> the bone zone. <laughs> Bone zone is disgusting. Um, I don't like that at all. <laughs> I prefer it. Um, oh. Pound town, really? That's so degrading, Michael. Yeah, I guess you're as a woman, I can understand why you would not like pound town. Uh, I just like, you know, it's like it's a little town where you get pounded. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah, it's like oh, it's a quaint little town where you get your pound. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, back to this episode. Right. Um, so we cut to Kimber doing her makeup and Jerrica like storms in immediately like interrogates her. Like this is a cross examination. She's like, why aren't you talking to me? Kimber's like, I have nothing to say. Where are you going? Are you going out? Looks like you're going out. Why are you doing your makeup? <laughs> what are you doing? Tell me everything. Yeah, um, yeah, and Kimber yeah. is like, you don't care about me. So why are you asking me all these questions? Which like, that's a good comeback. Pretty good comeback. Cause like, yeah, you wouldn't have been so inquisitive if you know, if you knew I wasn't angry at you. Um, and like Kimber's exactly. got a girlfriend now. So like, she don't got time for that. Uh, and then yeah. Stormer even picks her up in like a mad shagging lesbian wagon. Uh, <laughs> I was pretty here for it. It was a very reliable vehicle, it looked like. Well, it was like, it looked like a convertible. Was it a convertible? No, I thought it, ha- it definitely had a top on top. Oh, okay. It's a it looked like an Acura or something. <laughs> an Acura. <laughs> I was thinking, Subaru? no, not a convertible, Subaru? a sports car. Co- a sports, core, sports, a sports car. Sports car. <laughs> a sports car. Uh, I didn't get that glamorous vibe. I got like mad, like, Subaru vibes. You're just like queering this too much, I think. Probably, yeah. Uh, that was not a Subaru. I don't even know what a Subaru looks like, baby. <laughs> so you got me there. Yeah, you know nothing about cars. <laughs> I know nothing about cars. <laughs> I love how we like you're the one with the car knowledge in this relationship. It really makes me, it warms my heart. I don't even know why, since I have no interest in ever driving one. <laughs> yeah, I even have my license. You don't even have a driver's license. I have a learner's permit, mm-hmm. so uh, suck on that. I will not suck on that, because there ain't enough to suck on. <laughs> Just a little two-inch knob. Yeah, exactly. Like, I ain't learning no more, honey. You come back when you got, like, the real shaft. <laughs> Once my balls have dropped? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What if it never get there? Well, then, like, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm truly sorry. Uh, that's depressing. That is mad, um, mad and not cute. Uh, but so, yeah, Stormer picks her up and Kimber is pursued by Jerrica, who is like, who's that? Who's that? Tell me who that, like, stop being so fucking nosy and, like, wanting to micromanage everything. Yeah, and also, like, don't you know Stormer, like, by sight? It's You, you saw her pick her up. Right. Like, how are you not able to see in the car? <laughs> yeah. um, pretty, pretty apparent. And then we cut to commercial. Mm-hmm. And then we come back with the girls are playing some more. It's kind of a little like a montage of them playing. I want to shout out Stormer, who's getting very into some hip thrust with the guitar. Uh, I don't know if you clock mm-hmm. that. Like, 
She was thrusting. She was. Um, and she also kind of looked like a post-apocalyptic clown hooker. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That being said, or though. Or like Pebbles from the Flintstones. She always, she's always a little Pebbles-ish, I want to say. But I also think mm-hmm. that the misfits in general tend to look like post-apocalyptic clown hookers. <laughs> in the best way. Like, I'm not saying that as a negative. Yeah, I just think they do it better than she did in this scene. Fair, 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 fair. Um, but yeah, Stormer's rocking out on the keytar. And then there's some creepy man wearing sunglasses uh, watching them from backstage. And his name, everybody, <laughs> is Dave Daniel. <laughs> It cannot be escaped. If there's a man here and he's slightly nefarious, gotta have two first names. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know his last name. I only caught the Dave part. I didn't even know the Daniels. Really? Even <laughs> Dave Daniels. It's like, fuck, but I thought you guys couldn't try any less hard. <laughs> like you pull a Dave Daniels, like yeah, it's like no one is named that. No one's <laughs> named that. It's essentially almost like the exact same name, save like a few letters. <laughs> Yeah, Dan Daniels. Yeah, 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 exactly. As well, have been Danny Daniels. That's my name. Um, And he look, yeah, he looks mad shady. Uh, I just want to point out there was a there was an outfit where Stormer was wearing like a green gown, but the midriff was zebra. I thought that actually looked pretty cool. Cool. That Mm might have been the clown hooker. Yeah, that was a good look. I thought that was like okay. That wasn't the uh, the awful clown hooker vibe. Um, I mean, maybe that was it. I mean, the one where she was wearing pigtails. She had her hair in pigtails and like had one one foot was wearing a red boot the other was wearing like a black heel okay that, that sounds pretty messy <laughs> I don't know. pretty messy but anyways our boy double d dave daniels is like yo i'm gonna give you like a hot ass record deal uh you know the, the kind of thing with a lot of zeros zeros as in millions <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay millions as in lots of money yeah money as in currency and currency as something you can trade for goods and or yeah. services yeah very much like okay we get it dan <laughs> or dave, dave dan. whatever your first name is cuz <laughs> um so yeah basically they want to hear him out they're super eager super jazzed that their new uh, tryst can be uh, perhaps lucrative. Right, right. Uh, um, and he comes to them with, like, you know, they're sitting at, like, some sort of, like, dinner club-type situation. Stormer looking dope. She's wearing, like, a black shawl-type thing that goes to her elbow, but not over her clavicle with, like, a pink co- cocktail dress. I liked it. Uh, but he like, presents these bunch of papers as part of the contract, and they say, like, oh, it's so long... Uh, can you just, like, tell me what it says? I think Kimber says this. Which was like, Kimber, like, right. can you be the dumbest bitch in the room? Because, like, you are. <laughs> yeah, like, aren't you trying to prove that you're independent and, like, have shit together? Meanwhile, you're letting this guy with two first names, a <laughs> pair of sunglasses, who you've never met, 
bring you a contract and like just say, oh yeah, it's totally fine. Just sign it. Yeah, he literally is like, it's all good. Don't worry. Then they then he says like, oh, like the thing is, I'm gonna need a little like collateral to make sure you guys finish the record. And they're like, oh, like oh, we don't really have that much. And Dave Daniels, all I mean, I'm not gonna say sly because he's he's not sly. They're just dumb. Uh, he's like. Yeah, well, you have your share of Starlight Music. Can't you put that up? And then I thought to myself, Bitch, that is not collateral. That is, like, a full-ass, like, amount of money. Yeah, yeah, that's it exceeds the amount that would make this record. But also, have we ever, like, I don't think it's been addressed that Kimber technically owns half of Starlight Music. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that ownership had finally transferred over to her. Yeah, um, to which I was a little bit like, "Oh, Kimber, shouldn't you be more involved in Starlight Music and like part of the decision making process more broadly?" I mean, that's it's so hard to figure out because I think on the one hand, like Kimber likes being a child because um, she is a and child. not being responsible because she is a child, <laughs> she's like fourteen, um, and not be responsible for all these things. Meanwhile, Jerrica, like, takes it on herself to do everything because she has mad issues. Um, And I don't know, like, they resent each other for not doing more. Like, Kimber resents Jerrica for not being, like, more there for her. But Jerrica resents Kimber for not, like, stepping up. Um, And, like, the reason she can't be there more there for her is because... You know, she's too busy, but, like, it's all self-inflicted because she could delegate, but she never does. Yeah, it's a whole ass mess. It's a whole ass mess. I'm, I'm placing most of the blame on Jerrica, though. Basically because I hate her. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Hate a bitch. Um, and then, uh, they, I guess they sign the contract. They're like, they're, like, they're down to do it. And then it turns out, go fucking figure, our boy Dave Daniels is also working for Eric Raymond because they're part of the Two First Names Club and they all know each other. Honestly, to me now, Eric Raymond sounds like a normal name. As opposed to Dave Daniels? two totally different first names that's true they like the uh, the consonants are different the uh the first <laughs> letters are a little bit uh shaken up right exactly um so basically kimber and stormer go on Lindsay pierce and talk about all the new songs that they wrote for this project well, i thought it was and how meaningful yeah they're like they're basically just appreciating each other which i thought was very cute because they're like storm was like Kimber's lyrics are so, like, tender and amazing. They add to, like, my music. And Kimber's, like, and Stormer's, you know, uh, fingers in my puss-puss really get me off. Um, It was great. It was was very appreciative. And, yeah, totally. And they basically are, like, these... Songs are so meaningful and sensitive, which one could say about like a gal on gal relationship. Exactly. No, right? to quote and Storm, love making. To quote Stormer, I've never done anything like them. It's like, yeah, bitch, you mean a girl? Um, and then she follows that up with, I love him. Uh, <laughs> and then Stormer, no, 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 Kimber says, Stormer's been helping with my helping me with my lyrics. They're strong, hard, driving. It's like, yeah, driving up in that veg. Um, also, yeah, yeah, it's like cunning ling, cunnilingus, cunning linguist. Exactly. I feel like she's, yeah. Mm. They're, they're saying what we're saying. It's all, it's all synonyms up in her. (laughs) 
No, it's clear as crystal. <laughs> a crystal, if you crystal will. Crystal meth. Crystal. <laughs> crystal meth. Is that a thing? <laughs> For like bougie meth. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh no, I don't do crystal meth. I do crystal meth. <laughs> I'm like one of those, yeah, I'm, I'm a fancy low budget gay. <laughs> You should pull that one day. That's Michael. actually not like, bad. That's not bad. I will. Like one day when pride is a thing again and like people come up and try to like dance with you or whatever. Be like, hey, do you do crystal? You mean crystal? Like... <laughs> you mean crystal? No, I mean crystal. <laughs> you know, it's like a little bit better. <laughs> Still meth though. Still meth. Still meth. That's the important part. <laughs> exactly. Never lose sight of the meth aspect of meth. <laughs> um, so yeah, to return to this episode, um, basically the holograms and the misfits are both watching this independently. And Pizzazz is like, if you want sensitive, I'll give you sensitive. And like holds up her fist. And it's like... Whoa. Yeah, exactly. Like one, she's gonna fist a bitch, yeah. or like one, like punch a bitch in the face, which like probably simultaneously. I don't know. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, and the holograms and are the also holograms. throwing shade at Kimber, which I was like, because they're like commenting on her look, uh, and I was like, Yo, Kimber, I think you look good, dude. Well, also Rhea is like, look at that makeup on Kimber Blech. Meanwhile, it's the same fucking makeup Gem wears. Yeah, it's like pink eyeshadow, dude. What? Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. Um, yeah, they're basically freaking out because they're like, that girl is a bad influence. Like, I need to meddle in Kimber's life. Well, this is what Jerrica says. Right. And that cues the song Bad Influence, which is a combo misfits uh hologram song mm-hmm. um and that's essentially yeah it's it's them saying the other person one band is saying the other one is a bad influence and vice versa is in like a punk pigtails look i actually thought that was pretty cool yeah she looks pretty good on the keys yeah. there um i just want to give a shout out to gem's outfit which we've seen several times the workers jumpsuit right, right, where right, she right, looks right. super light she does but life. she adds a feather boa oh, which okay. i was into yeah i also also more broadly it's like a very like west side story vibes to this song because everyone's doing high kicks and snapping along and like twirling around each other in a menacing way while snapping and high kicking. So I like that. Yeah, that was good. But like, again, we don't really get any crazy visuals or anything truly noteworthy. Yeah, there wasn't a single eyeball in sight uh, or like no eyeball close-ups. I didn't get a pan. I didn't get a dove zooming into the (laughs) eyeball that turns into a turtle that's actually an island that is actually the planet Earth shooting through the atmosphere and the atmosphere, by which I mean the universe, and then that turns into a mm-hmm. comet, which then turns into someone's eyeball, and that eyeball is a dove's eyeball. I didn't get that. Exactly. It's a, It has to come full circle. It has to come full eyeball. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then a full eyeball rotation up in her. 
Yeah. Ooh, if we got like a 360 like rotation of an eyeball just for no reason, like we got to see the back like gutty Ooh, part that'd of it. That'd be hot, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it would be, it'd be a full rotation followed by like two slow blinks. I like a good slow <laughs> blink, you know? Wait, but I was thinking the eyeball without eyelids, like the ball can't blink on itself that is that is true i uh but yeah. maybe yeah, yeah, yeah eyeball with eyelids would solve that yeah but and be much creepier it wouldn't but i i i, I know what you mean though because like it i i like the eyelid part only works when you're watching it like you know like straight eyeball to eyeball um mm-hmm. but uh yeah i guess um you know what whatever give me any eyeballs we didn't get any so i'll take an eyeball here or there or anywhere Right? Like, time is, you know, there's a multi-dimensional plane, you know, of existence, of time. <laughs> Just a bunch of words. Um, you talk about and, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, eyeballs could, you know, um, appear or not appear or be all around us simultaneously and overlapping and, you know, before and after. Right, so, right. Well, I mean, you know? like, the thing is, like, all the space in between objects are filled by eyeballs. It's just, like, you can't see them. Right. So in the, you know, exactly. on the eyeball spectrum, everything but you is an eyeball. Right. <laughs> exactly. You're being watched constantly. Exactly. Um, it's like a, it's a whole panopticon situation, too. It, there's many layers to the um, eyeballverse. Yeah, so all I'm saying is, like, there'll be time to have, like, a slow-blinking eyeball with eyelid moment, you know? Like, not every eyeball moment has to be everything. That's true, but every eyeball moment has to be something. And I didn't get something out of here, <laughs> all right? Because there was no eyeball. Exactly, exactly. I mean, technically <laughs> there were, because, like, eyes were present, but no eyeballs were present. Well, there were... A lot of times where, like, Kimber would make a facial expression and it would be all in the eyes. Um, <laughs> like, she had, like, crazy angry eyes. Um, yeah, bitch is pissed. Bitch, bitch is pissed. Yeah, she was pissed. Now she's happy because, uh, you know, you know why she's yeah, happy. she's getting fucking laid. I get it. Um, so basically, like, Pizzazz tells Stormer to, quote unquote, forget that bean pole the second time in my memory she's used that as an insult and the second time where my reaction is like aren't you both equally skinny yeah yeah exactly you're the exact same body type uh but stormer replies you know emphatically like no i don't want to go i like being with kimber and Ooh. exactly, exactly. And the same thing happens on Kimber's end of thing where Kimber says, like, look, I don't want to be a hologram anymore. And they both say, like, nobody can stop us. Nobody. And it's like, yes, ladies, live your lesbian dreams. No one has to tell you what to do because you're living your best lives. Exactly. And basically, the Misfits tell Stormer, at least, that she should not come crawling back, like, good riddance. Uh, to bad rubbish. And Stormer's kind of bummed out by by this. She's like, you know, Kimber, at least your band actually cares about you. Mine just wanted to take advantage of me. And, like, they don't give a shit about me at all. Which was super, super, super real. But Kimber comes back with a, 
I care about you, Stormer. It's like, yeah, you do. <laughs> um, so we cut to the next scene. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just have to say, because they say friends forever afterward. It's more like, yeah, gal pals against the world kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's just like, anytime they say friends, like, I want to just, like, input gal pals. Gal pals. I mean, that's not even, like, that suggestive. Well, I mean, like, I just, I, I tend to just think of, like, gal pals... Straight up meaning lesbian lovers. It's just the, you know, kind of hetero way of saying like, oh, no, they're just gal pals. It's like, yeah, they're gal pals. It's like, you mean they're fucking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically we cut to the next scene and Jerrica is rifling through Kimber's stuff in her room, which is unforgivable. Yeah, it's, it's actually, it's a weird scene. It's like, bitch, like, what are you doing here? She's basically, like, looking for the contract, and Kimber catches her and asks her, you know, what are you doing? I'm grown up. You can't just treat me like a child. Um, Technically not. Which, because you know, she is a child. Yeah, she is, and she acts like one, to be honest. Um, and Jerrica kind of just brushes that off and finds the contract, and she's like, did you even read this? It says, if you fail to produce a hit record, 50% of Starlight goes to Eric Raymond. Or, like, to Can't Dance Records. <laughs> Is that which... what it was? Can't Dance? I think so. It was, it was definitely something like Can't Dance. I really just only heard those, like, the, the sounds as opposed to the words. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, she's like, Eric Raymond owns that shit, and Kimber is like, really? Like, I didn't know that. And Jericho's like, yeah, it's just a scheme. But Kimber is like, at least Eric is giving me a chance to prove myself. Unlike you. Yeah, which is fair. Which is fair. Like, bitch is getting a platform to do her thing, which is way more than, yeah, Jericho can really say. Because um, she's been stifling a little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, basically Kimber continues on with Stormer and they start auditions for new members of their band. Um, now the first two on stage. Yeah, these bitches are like chipping on some LSD (laughs) hardcore, dude. Like one bitch is just saying like, I love my mother. I love my mother. Oh, I love peanut butter, which I was like, okay, I can relate. (laughs) These are lyrics like that speak to me, but you also sound crazy. Yeah, she was kind of grunting it. Yeah. I couldn't even, like, fully understand what the fuck she was saying. It was a moment. It was a moment. I mean, maybe we can, like, play a clip and, like, the listener can try okay, to ascertain what was happening. Okay, we're ready to start there. the auditions. Hit it! I love my dog! I love my mother! Oh, Couldn't you find better backup singers? I thought they'd be good enough. Um, and yeah, the girl she's singing with is like yodeling out, like out of tune, not to the same rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the same thing kind of happens with uh, some like instrumental players, and there's some there's some relationship going on with Kimber and Stormer, um, which I think is yeah, it's definitely bred by the inept idiots that they're recording with. And I actually kind of enjoyed they play a like a tape of the music that they recorded, which to me sounded like all the other music in this show. But Kimber and Stormer <laughs> react like, oh my God, this is awful. And it's like, oh, oh, okay. I, uh, all right. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> now you have standards. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then Stormer and Kimber are like in, the, in, in some sort of kitchen space. I don't really know where they are, but they're in the, they're in the <laughs> kitchen space. They're in the kitchen. 
and they're all worried. And Stormer is like fiercely holding on to this like cone rod thing that basically spews a bunch of white liquid all over some, some bananas. And that's all I have to say. That's all <laughs> I have to say. You shady hoe. It's just like, I'm not... She put whipped cream on bananas. Did she put whipped cream? It's more like she spewed some, like, viscous white liquid over some phallic objects. All right. <laughs> I'm just like, you're describing, it sounds like a whipped cream canister. But anyway. I have never seen a whipped cream canister look like that, but continue, go ahead. I don't know. That's all I had to say about that. Um... I'm sure I'm sure you're right though. I would also agree. Yes, I'm sure I'm right. Uh, but, <laughs> um, as uh, Stormer spewing some jizz over all some bananas, uh, the holograms are playing, and essentially this is the moment where they realize, like, oh, okay, yeah, we're talentless hacks. Like we need Kimber because we kind of suck without her. Shayna saying, "I never realized how much we really needed Kimber," and it's like, yeah, bitch, that's why she left. Yeah, pretty much, because you guys were playing, and she was trying to voice her opinion, and you just pretended she didn't exist in the opening scene, and you've done far worse things. Yeah, because they had, like, this whole thing where, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to do this this time, and, like, Kimber usually does this, and, like, oh, my solo, and it's like, all right, yeah, 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 we get it, you're awful. Um, And uh, meanwhile, Kimber and Stormer kind of walk into their music engineer technician where they learn that he's basically trying to sabotage them uh, and he's been working for Eric Raymond the whole time. So, yeah, Kimber and Storm call him a miserable creep and fire him, which is appropriate. Um, But they're super concerned because not only do they not have their music together, they also now have to find another recording engineer and it just seems like everyone is conspiring against them which is and they're destined to kind fail. of accurate everyone is essentially conspiring against them which is pretty rough <laughs> uh <laughs> like at every turn someone's trying to take them down uh and as this happens the misfits essentially realize the same thing the holograms did just with stormer and they're basically just like oh we actually need stormer too and their plan though is to win back stormer with material goods which i actually kind of really loved uh Pizzazz yeah. rolls up with a new Porsche, and she's like, Stormer, this is all for you. And then What's-Her-Face, the English one, is like, oh, we also have a bunch of credit cards for you, so go on a shopping <laughs> spree. And I, I actually do appreciate how Stormer's shallow nature kind of comes through here, where she's like, all I wanted to be was appreciated, and like kind of sobs, and like, oh, by appreciated, you just wanted material goods given to you. Okay. Right. Yeah. Which is such a slap in the face to Kimber, who just put her 50% of Starlight music on the line. So really, Kimber is the only one who would have to eat the cost there. Exactly. And Kimber effectively like finds out in the 1987 version of a text message where her girlfriend just broke up with her to say, like, hey, like I'm sorry, but I can't do this anymore. Like, wish you the best. And then kind of pieces out. And and Stormer like cradles a picture of her and Kimber Kimber cradles a picture of her and Stormer that she has on her bedside table, which is so which hot. Is like, so hot. 
It kills me. It kills me. Yeah, it just... How can anyone say they're just friends? Like, come on. Come on. No one does come that. Come on. I ain't got no friends on my bedside table. <laughs> you know, you think I <laughs> your face? Yeah, exactly. I'm not waking... Anywhere near my Yeah, bed. I'm not waking up to this, this fucking visage. <laughs> I keep that in my closet for a uh, reminder. <laughs> what? You know what? I don't. I mean, I'm need a reminder. It's like, oh, that's what that bitch looks like. Okay, sure. And I only wait till I forget again. <laughs> a I have, reminder again. of like <laughs> a reminder of who you never want to be. Well, like... yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a reverse um, uh, vision boarding. <laughs> <laughs> this is my reverse vision board. I have Jocelyn. I have Jocelyn up here. Hashtag putting the titties. I have Donald Trump. Oh my god. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. No, no, wow. no. You wouldn't be on my reverse vision board. You'd be on like maybe my uh um <laughs> basic bitch board. No, not even basic bitch board. Much more of like like I guess Michael adjacent board. It's like if I didn't want to try too hard and achieve something, I guess I could be like these people. <laughs> it's like you're, if I fail, it's okay, because at least, like, I know people who have done worse boards. You're right, you're right. It's my security blanket board. <laughs> <laughs> it's my feeling down the dumps. Wish I could get a quick pick-me-up board. <laughs> oh, that's no, you're not in my, you're uh, my down the Imagine dumps. having so many boards. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a single board. I want to put that on the record. I don't have one board. <laughs> Neither do I. I was thinking of having one that says live, life, love. Oh my God, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> You're back out of my never want to become anything board. Sorry. <laughs> my live, life, love, live, laugh, love one is like, oh, this is how I would be if I were a basic white woman. <laughs> That could be fun for you. That could be fun for you. I could see that. I'm already too close to being a basic white woman. (laughs) That's so harsh. I mean, yeah, but harsh but accurate. I'm sorry. I took a bubble bath earlier. Right. Yeah. I mean, with lavender. Yeah, with lavender. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Pretty fucked up. Are you not going to vaccinate your children? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what's happening next? I respect the right to choose. Uh, did you know that that, <laughs> that that face masks cut down one's oxygen by 80% and discourages learning? Wow. I've actually heard bitches say that. Uh, it's actually pretty dark. And it reduces empathy and will turn us all into sociopathic murderers. I will not have my children being lizard people. They are going <laughs> to... I will not activate their lizard brain with a face mask. Exactly. Um, exactly. So... Back to this episode. Yeah, something's happening here. Basically, um, after Kimber gets the note, she goes to Eric to admit defeat. She's like, you know, I should have known about her. And, you know, I guess I have to give over 50% of Starlight Music to you. Um, And Stormer comes in right at the nick of time, holding the tape that she had finished. Um, and Kimber and Stormer have a really lovely embrace. Right. And like Kimber's like, oh, I didn't like think you're going to come back. Uh, but then Stormer says, yeah, but like, then I realized you gave me something nobody else ever did. 
multiple orgasms. Um, <laughs> she actually says sincere friendship, friendship, but like whatever. That's like it's synonyms again. Potato, potato. Exactly. Um, and then, but Eric comes back with like, yo, bitches, for sure you may have the music done, but I'm not going to promote this motherfucking record. So like, it's not going to become a hit. I don't know if we mentioned like it was uh, in the contract. They needed to be a hit record by some sort of metric. <laughs> it had to be a hit, quote unquote, <laughs> for them to like fulfill the deal. Um, and Stormer and Kimber were like, okay, like we got to make good with our girl Jerrica because otherwise this is all going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. And they apologize. Jerrica's like a little bit high and mighty about it. I'm not going to lie. But then she... Yeah, Jerrica's the worst. She's really episode, pretty fucking... Honest. She's like, well, is that what you want, Kimber? And it's like, yes, she's asking you for help. That's what she wants, Jerrica. Fortunately, though, she gives the help. And then we get the song, Getting Down to Business, where we get a hot lesbian power suit combo of Kimber and Stormer on a beach. giving me life. <laughs> I really... I love how they're wearing power suits all I beach. fucking loved it, dude. I really did. I was so here for that. Like, I want that for me and you. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll have, like, bathing suits that are power suits. Yeah, bathing power suits, exactly. Uh, Bathing, (laughs) like, flotation devices and the shoulder pads. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, (laughs) Anyways, it's getting down to business song. And by by business, they mean eating pussy or going down on business. By business, they mean pussy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. I don't even mind if it's like it's a repeat song because of so much gal pal in there. Covering ground, we gotta take a whole new tack to get back on the track. And it's time we get started. Getting down to business. Time we get started. Getting down to business. Yeah, so much gal paling, a photo shoot, they're like touching each other, they're signing records, their record sells out, and they go platinum. They're like having the best time ever. Yeah, and there's like there's magazine after magazine after magazine. I didn't catch all the titles, but one was called Ramblin' of Rock <laughs> Magazine. I like that one. That was pretty nice. funny. That is a good name. Um, yeah, basically, um, it was a success. We can like... We could have surmised that just at the beginning of the episode. Right. I mean, good for them. Um, their, their, their record sold well and apparently went plats. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Double plats. Double plats. EP. Two times the plats. Two times the plats. Um, three times the fats? Three times the fats. No. no. Two times the plats. <laughs> three times the cats. Um, uh... Hmm. We'll have to Ooh, workshop, workshop that workshop. one. I'm going to say, I want something like getting down to the mat, like take it to the mat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Three times, two times the plats, five times on the mat. I don't know. Oh, okay, it's not bad. We're workshopping. We're workshopping. Let's, it's not a good bad place to start. Um, um, but anyways. <laughs> so basically, Everyone's yeah. like mad jazzed as they like, you know, won the day and they're all good. And Jericho, like, offers Stormer, she's like, hey, Stormer, like, you want to, like, join the holograms? And Pizzazz is there at this point. She kind of walks in. She essentially pleads with Stormer of, like, look, like, they don't need you. Like, we need you. Roxy is also looking very, very good because she's wearing studded fingerless Mm -hmm. gloves. And I was like, yes, Queen, that's great. Yeah. Roxy looks great. 
Uh, but Stormer... But, like, what else is new? Uh, yeah, exactly. What else is new? She's, like, always looks for it. Uh, but Stormer, in getting this Despy offer from Pizzazz, is like, okay, I'll come back, but I have some, like, demands. Y'all gotta listen to me. Uh, like, don't fuck around. Like, treat me like garbage. And Pizzazz and the crew, like, say yes, which is like, okay, like, it's nice to think that they're gonna change, but they probably won't. Um, and... Kimber and Stormer kind of have this like final moment together. Like I'm going back to my band. You're going back to your band. And I forget who says what, but to quote the episode, no, no, Stormer says, no, no, Kimber says like, oh, it was fun, Stormer. And Stormer says, it was more than fun, Kimber. We learned a lot about each other. And it's like, yeah, you learned about all your insides and all your flaps and shit. Um, <laughs> oh my god! The way you talk about women is just something else. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not the best. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say it's good. It's just I have no conception of female gen- genitalia in the slightest. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she not only says that, um, but like they learned a lot about life too, right? Which. Like, again, it's like how it is being two gals who want to get down in the world, which doesn't want to have that. Um, you know, yeah, no, the patriarchy tried to bring them down. Which, I mean, they survived, but ultimately, I think that actually is like not a bad metaphor, if not analogy to what it's like for, I imagine, a lot of female-female couples of the era where it's like, yeah, okay, we can be out and proud kind of thing and have everyone attack us constantly. Or we could kind of live our more comfortable charades where everyone assumes we're straight uh, and thus we have to live with a lot less of the kind of societal antagonism that comes along with being an out homosexual. Yeah, for sure. It was very that. Also, like, that hug that they have at the end, like, lasts forever. When I was like, okay, ladies, <laughs> break it up. Thank you very much. Yeah, your time is over. Your time has come. But you'll meet again. Maybe you'll go on some fishing trips or oh, something. Oh, are you kidding me? Those two are going to have, like, hashtag jam sessions every other week. <laughs> Quote, unquote. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, like, really, it's a clam jam. There you go. You took it there. That's what I was looking for. It's a clam jam session. Yeah. <laughs> Jamming them clams. Just jamming the clams together. But also, like, gently, yeah, we're gently crushing. Yeah, and, like, you know. you know, massaging the pearls within the clams. <laughs> Do clams have pearls? Oh, bitch, I don't know. Or is that oysters? I, I, I guess maybe, like, they also make pearls. Though, you know what? Can we make pearls? <laughs> <laughs> the pearl was in here the entire... The pearls were ma- The pearls were the friends we made along the way, Jocelyn. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure, that makes sense. <laughs> when you put it like that, okay. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, um, Okay, pearls. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was just looking like, is passing a kidney stone kind of like our version of creating a pearl? Oh, yeah, I, I guess... Uh, I also saw an Instagram meme, like, not too long ago where a dude was like, my boyfriend, like, passed a kidney stone in my ass, and I'm gonna, like, you know, Uh, like, like, make that shit turn into a diamond kind of thing, where I was like... That sounds fake. It does sound super (laughs) fake. I'm not saying it was real, but then I just, like, wonder, like, the mechanics of, like, 
fucking someone and then you pass a kidney stone? I just don't think those two are going to happen at the same time. <laughs> yeah, like, unless you have some weird fetish where, like, you... Like, maybe you're into sounding or something, so you're already used to the feeling of having something come through your dick hole. But, like, I would imagine, like, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to be fucking. Like, you would be writhing on the floor in agony. Or yeah, I mean, that's, like, that's my thing is, like, I imagine in that the pain would be too much to, you know, keep it hard. But, you know what? <laughs> I haven't been there. I'm not a, I, I'm a kidney stone version. I haven't had my kidney hymen broken. So, I don't know. I hope you never have a kidney stone. I hope I never have one oh, either. Oh, dude, like, hashtag same these. Uh, I know my grandfather was kind of an issue for him, and, like, I never, ever, ever, ever wanted to happen because, um, uh, yeah. Uh, my re- my urethra is one way. <laughs> well, it would... <laughs> one way. It's a one-way shoot, baby. It, the kidney stone would be the... the same way, same way. Passing you're the right, same you're way. Right. Same but, way. But, like, the other... The, if it's the opposite way, you only like things going in. <laughs> uh, all right. Maybe that was not the best turn of phrase, but fact <laughs> remains. Uh, I only want urine and semen coming out of my pee hole. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's like, you know the song, Life is a highway. I've I never heard it. I ride it all night. I've never heard the song before. <laughs> But it's like, I want it my way. It's talking about, like, the highway is the urethra. And, I don't know, you want the come to ride it all night long. That's not what this song is about. Zero percent song. And how have you never I obviously it? know that song, Justin. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> it's by Bruce Cockburn. Or is it Coburn? I hope it's Cockburn. Cockburn that sounds, sounds unpleasant. hot. Uh, actually, I don't actually know who is, but I just know the song. Yeah, he's Canadian. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're not proud. Uh, when it's a song like that and I hear it's Canadian, it's like <laughs> learning a song is by Nickelback. And it's like, oh, great. <laughs> That's true. Um. But yeah, let's return to this episode. Choo, 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 choo. Over. It's over. We're done. We're done. Because yeah, the episode ends after that, the hug that never ends. Uh, and with mm-hmm. that, we have to choose our weakest and baddest bitches. So I think the baddest bitches should probably be a joint title. Oh, Hondo P. Going yeah. to Kimber and Summer. If there was ever a reason to make it a two person title, I mean, you could argue that, like, they're one person mid-coitus. Uh, so, like, yeah. <laughs> Baddest bitches, Kimber and Stormer. Um, yeah, sure. Like, I guess, like, they latch on. When one latches on, they're, they're one. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. There's, things are going up in other things. So that's why I was like, all right, they're, like, one unit at that point. Um... <laughs> That one well, that moment. One, even if, well, actually, it's several moments. Yeah, yeah. I would hope it's several moments. Even if it's just a tongue, there's like a there's a bridge in between that one and the other. So that's 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 beauty. That's what I'm saying. Um, weakest um, though. Do you think that's what the one by Jet Li really is about? Wow. Do you let me right? The one starring Jet Li is probably just a lesbian romance narrative. Right, like the one. Jet Li is like not really Jet Li, but the one is uh, two lesbians joined together by a tongue and a vagina. I mean, if you see some of the moves, 
that Jet Li pulls in the one starring Jet Li, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Because that bitch is high flying, and I only know powerful lesbians to be able to do that. Wow. That's like some voodoo shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, watch the movie. He's He's got some magical prowess going on, and I don't know anyone other than, like I said, very powerful lesbians who can do that. What if, okay, what if he is like the control the voodoo element by like having branded him with a an image of two women eating each other out or something? I don't know. And then like every time they do that, uh, he like gyrates or like goes into action or something. So I don't know what I'm getting at here is that there's some sort of pocket universe where there are two lesbians eating each other out constantly that Jet Li is able to siphon power from via some sort of tattoo and or branding that he can then take their energy, their interdimensional energy from. Um, Yeah, I mean, that also makes sense. Well, they're also in control of him. Oh, okay, okay. That's where the voodoo element comes in. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, so this is a nuanced so universe is what you're building here. So they use this, like, in, like kung fu guy as their soldier vigilante type to fight their battles, whatever their battles are. No, 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 that, that can... And that there can... are multiple Jet Li's in this multiverse, which That's I think... That's the whole point of the movie. What the um, Thank you, Jocelyn. <laughs> uh... <laughs> um, no, that works because the quote-unquote evil Jet Li, to use a heteronormative patriarchal framework, is the one <laughs> trying to destroy the other Jet Li's to subsume uh. their power. So what you can say is this quote-unquote evil Jet Li controlled by these interdimensional lesbians is much more trying <laughs> to dismantle the multiversal patriarchy one Jet Li Whoa. at a time. <laughs> but then you have the quote-unquote hero of the story who is truly a byproduct of heteronormative society, even if he isn't really aware of it, who battles this feminine-controlled power unknowing, mainly just because he thinks he is he is defending what is quote-unquote right and the status quo. Not, again, not really knowing his place, but also just trying to reaffirm what is already and always has been in his mind, which is a male-dominated society. Wow. That's fucking powerful, Wow, The One Dude by Jet Li, starring Jet Li. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It's such a good movie. They really did a great job. Have you ever seen that movie, Jocelyn? (laughs) I'm pretty sure you've never seen it. You've just heard me talk about it a bunch on this podcast for some reason. I just love it. Um, I don't know if I'll ever watch it or if I'll just continue making shit. I like no. I like it. the fact that you build your own mythology around it. It's a way better. I also haven't seen it in like um, twenty years, so like my own like memory of it is like a little a little skewed. Um, so yeah, um, who do we think is weakest? Bitch? Weakest bitch. Weakest bitch. Um, hmm. I want to say Jerrica just because I didn't like her, but I don't know if she was weak. Yeah, I'm not going to say she was weak because she at least had the like part of the, sh- the episode where she kind of helped the record get sold. And I hated her. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I don't know if she was giving me weak energy. Um, 
uh, Eden, like pizzazz, not necessarily. I want to give it to, um, dude, what's the saxophonist in the pizzazz, in the Misfits? Jetta. Jetta. I want to get to Jetta. I thought Jetta was awful in this fucking episode. Yeah, I mean, she was annoying as fuck. Like, they just introduced her seemingly for that one episode and every other episode since she's been, you know, kind of the worst slash not really there. Dude, yeah, then let's go. It's a, it's a two-parter win and it's a two-parter lose because Jetta and Rhea should get weak as bitch because fucking Rhea was like, yeah, Jericho, I'll do whatever you want to do. Right? That's what I'm saying. My choice was actually Rhea because, yeah, she was just such a beta bitch about it. Like, let me just be a sycophant and, like, munch on Jerrica's asshole yeah, yeah, yeah. and like do whatever she, and she says she, you know Jerrica doesn't even like getting her ass eaten out she she's like just <laughs> she's too tight you know she's like I can't even feel anything yeah no she doesn't like engage in coitus or anything that is fun or pleasurable yeah 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 uh so yeah I I personally want to give it to Jetta and Rhea for the combo we guess bitch yeah that sounds good um congratulations ladies all yeah, around yeah. um i guess not congratulations to rhea yeah, Jetta, no, but like, um but to our lesbian yeah, power couple stormer and kimber you'll always be okay in my heart um and never never leave the hearts never leave my <laughs> vision board of us together of you, Kimber and Stormer together? Yeah, I mean it's like it's like it's Kimber and Stormer, and then there's like a like a, it's them together and like a picture on a sunset, and there's me above them looking down with like my hands <laughs> cradling my face. Are you like the baby son in the television? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> or the sun eye from alone. I'm again. not I, like I'm gonna evolve into the sun eye. I'm just a baby son for this point. <laughs> I will soon shed all of my human features to solely become an ocular solar object, but I'm not there yet. So good. So good. I haven't really given any thought to my son evolution, but... You'll get there. Just like, yeah, give some time. I'll get there, yeah. Yeah. You know, life is long. Time is infinite as we've uh talked about um (laughs) you know dimensions and portals and whatnot the multi-iverse if you will as well (laughs) (laughs) because you got you got your multiverse you get your multi-iverse it's two different things i'm sorry the multi-iverse is like terrifying and beautiful i feel like if you do dmt in the multi-iverse like it would be so Dude, much. It'd be, yeah, it would like I don't know if you're ever coming back from there. That's like the thing. <laughs> like you would head down one eyeball and like never make it back out. <laughs> um but anyway, uh with all of that said and done, um that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Gem Girls Podcast. I hope you enjoyed our queer reading of this episode and our extended discussion and analysis of the multi-iverse um and the lord of eyeballs and all of his mysteries yes praise be um make sure as well that uh you give us a hot hot review wherever you find podcasts apple podcasts stitcher spotify because apparently we're on all those nowadays and we're, we're actually five for five positive reviews. We only have the five reviews, but they're all five stars. 
So uh, don't fuck with <laughs> our fucking average and uh, give us a five-star review. Thank you. It'll help people yes. learn about... <laughs> exactly. So go ahead. Please give us a five-star review. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, we're not really a space for learning so much as we are for, you know, coming together, communing, for worshipping the Lord of Eyeballs, first and foremost, right, 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 our right, Lord right, and Savior. Also, coming together, that was a C-U-M-M spelling, just making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, and, you know, having a laugh. If you want more laughs, go check out our our social medias. We have a great Twitter, a great Instagram. Yeah, all right. Gem Girl, at Gem Girls Podcast. Yeah, what? all right. They're all right. They're yeah, fine. <laughs> um, and our website, gemgirls.com. Go check that out as well. And... That's it. So until next time, stay stay outrageous. outrageous.